Anything combat with Johnny K. Well, it's anything combat though. Welcome back, combats the anything combat show, wherein we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by a professional boxer with a 6-0 record. Fights bare knuckle boxing as well. He's got a 3-0 record there. He was the big KFP that's rookie of the year, and he's the 48th ranked boxing stripper middleweight in the world. Fourth ranked lightweight and fifth ranked welterweight in the BKF 22 year old Bryce Butler Yaga. Henry, how are you today, Bryce? I'm good, my guy. How are you? Good, I'm good. When did you uh, meet HD? Oh, that was a long time ago. Damn, I'm 22 now, right? So I met Howard when I was 10 years old at, at our first boxing gym. It's called, it was called Bain Camp. Uh, what are all the belts behind you? Um, these actually all my belts from like my amateur days, like all my all my. Belts. I mean, I'm missing a couple because it's still in storage, but when I get time, I'll put all of them up. But like these all from my amateur days, for, like um the Junior Olympics, the Sugar Bird competitions, all those like the local like tournaments down here in Florida. When did you start boxing? Um, I started boxing when I was. 10 years old and then my dad made me and my, me and my brother train for a whole year right because he wanted to feel quit or not so he said all right you guys stay consistent for a whole year and then i'll let you guys how you first amateur fight again he seen that we stay consistent we stay working hard he said all right here you go after that we just took off you did that GoFundMe thing with uh howard for like some sort of boxing program can you tell me about that what are you guys trying to achieve there Actually, it was my, I'm, I'm not believing my dad, that was my father's idea, right? So, you know, like, at first, I mean, I didn't know about it at first, but then when he told me about it, like, okay, guys, like, this is what I want to do. We're trying to get some stuff for the gym, you know, like, we can't pay everything out of pocket. Cause we still got bills, like, regular bills, like our house, car, all, all type of things. So we need help with that. So we're trying to, like, just basically get help, like, not for just us, for the kids in our gym. You know, to show them, like, what, what hard work really is. And, like, sometimes you need a little help to get by. You can't do everything by yourself. So we teamed up with Howard. Like I said, Howard being a long-time long friend, long-time brother. And he just, he just with it. Bro, I think that fight's December 2nd for Howard. Do you think he just knocks out that guy, Kai? Respect that, brain. I respect Kai. But I feel like it's going to be real, real, real easy for Howard. Because Howard... Howard been in some shit. Like Howard been a lot. He's been around for a long time. He's seen a lot of things. Teach a lot of styles. He he been there with me and my brother. All type of styles, and I feel like Howard just going there and kills all easy. Okay, so we were basically talking about in your division in boxing right now, not even bare knuckle. Who do you see that you try and take inspiration from with their style? Like I would say personally, one style that I really like is I like the that Benavidez guy, I think he's undefeated, undefeated Mexican guy. He's he's a fucking beast. He's long and tall. There's not that many boxers that have your frame. So who do you try and look at to replicate what they're doing? All right, all right, all right. You know, okay, that's why I like. I like, you know, um, Bival, he had beat Canelo. Dimitri Bival, sick cunt. Yeah, I watched, I actually could like, Here's a fact: with boxing or fighting, I don't watch a lot of boxers or just fighting in general. I don't watch bare knuckle fighters. Like I don't watch really anybody. I really, you know, you watch anime or no? 
What'd you say, bro? I said, do you watch, you know, um, the cartoon, like, anime? Watch a little bit, but not not like that. <laughs> I watch that shit to, like, study, but, like... Oh, my trip. God. <laughs> what do you think Howard's going to think when he sees this? Bro, me and Howard talk about this at the gym. You don't make him train together, so, like, we literally... Like, no way you guys watch anime. Yes. Fuck. Swear to God. Swear to God. <laughs> I, bro, we, I, bro, we literally watch that to like study i can't like i said a lot of a lot of things bore me i can't sit down and just watch this man fight like we've had to like i'll i'll sit down and watch canelo braval that's sometimes that's the life i'm really feeling like motivated to fight or like want to fight or like watch some like real like realistic shit i'll watch canelo braval benavidez um some some fighters who who are even smaller than me waste like lomachenko uh tiafimo lopez uh, Tank Davis, uh, Naoa Inoue, there's a lot of people. Uh, oh, ooh, 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 um, Boots, Jerron Ennis, but we don't fight it with the same weight class. He's like 147, but like in that 160 to 154, I watch Baval. Baval, like a motherfucker. There's one guy that I really like. I like Caleb Plant. What do you ooh. think about his style? Do you think he's an underrated fighter? Uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of those guys are underrated. I don't know why. I feel like they've like once you know you know the the fighting world is very fucked up. Once you get that loss, everybody like they hate you. Like oh, like they're just terrible now. Your shit. Like I like yeah, Floyd fucked that up. But like Caleb Plant is raw as hell. Like he's actually one of my top ten fighters. Like what are you talking about? Like pound for pound right now? Pound, yeah, um, not pound for pound. I, that's a whole different conversation, but like, that's. Let me find. Let me say top fifteen. I say top fifteen. He's one of my top fifteen fighters. I have a lot of fighters that I like, to, like stylistic. Not just they want four. He actually has technique. Like he jab. He know how to, he know how to use the jab and stay long. And he, he actually like know how to move his damn head and not get hit all the time. Unlike these other fighters. Who do you think should be pound for pound number one right now? We've got Inouye, who people are saying that's the guy to pick. Then you've got uh, Terence Crawford, who just came off an amazing win over uh, Spence Jr. And um, you still have Canelo around that that area, even though he just he's lost um, recently to uh, Dimitri. So if if I had to pick somebody, I would go with the underrated pick of going with Inouye. Because I know Crawford's been there for a very long time, but in a way is, um, I think, well, now I'll fuck it, I'll retract it. I, I would say because in a way hasn't been around for as long as Crawford, we'll put Crawford number one. But I would say that in a way, his next next big win, he's probably going to steal the spot because if they put him up against anyone in the division above or the division above that, I think in a way is just going to knock these guys out. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go with Canelo. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why? Because look what he just did. Undisputed versus undisputed. Like you, you cannot, you can't, like you cannot be like, oh no, he's not pound for pound. Even before the whole little undisputed little fight he just had, if you look his resume up, he beat everybody. Like who else just left? Who has a belt? That really makes sense. Like do you think fight, do you think Crawford should fight him? Like if they do, if if Canelo goes down, Crawford goes up. Like I'm saying, Crawford's calling it. Canelo's not calling that guy out. Crawford thinks he's good enough to do it. Uh, I mean, I don't. Me personally, I don't think so. 
because that weight does play a big difference. Yeah, he'd go down, but that next day, he might gain, what, fucking 40 pounds, <laughs> 20 to 30 pounds? Like, yeah, it'll probably be, like, a, a good boxing match at, at, like, at first, like, a good boxing match. But then after that couple rounds, once that, once that ring get real, real small, and that little man, he keep, he keep coming forward, them punches start, like, adding up. And you see what happened to Charlo. He thought he was big and tough until the real, the real killer came. So we just brought up about Canelo versus uh, Charlo, right? What did you think of that performance? Did you think that Canelo should have gone to matter there a little bit earlier, or do you think that Charlo is just that level? And you know, everybody everybody has different opinions. So like, some people say like, oh, he should have knocked him out because he's a smaller guy. I feel like, oh, I think he just he did the right thing. He was the bigger guy. He pushed him back. He he basically bullied him. So I feel like I said, I think he did the right thing. Like. Went in there, did what he had to do, and a win is a win. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. A win is a win. I was looking on YouTube, and there were some dumb motherfuckers saying that Crawford could beat Floyd Mayweather. Now, personally, I think this is just recency bias. I yeah. think that I don't see anyone like like Floyd Prime. I don't see if he's got 18 championships. You know what I mean? It's pretty fucking easy to equate just the numbers and the accomplishments. You look at the titles, you look at the competition, and I think that Floyd would um, beat Crawford, and I don't think it would be uh, as competitive as people are saying. Like, Floyd is one of, like, my hand down, my best fight, like, my best fighter overall, like, any sport. So, like, Floyd, nobody's, nobody can get close to what Floyd did. Like, that would be very easy for Floyd, like, and they say that now, like the man's old man, like he can't do nothing about it. So like, like I said, and the people who are making these comments, they're not fighters at all. I bet you that the people on these comments and shit, these guys never put on a pair of boxing gloves ever in life. So like, I just look, I just look past the dumb shit and just keep it pushing. Dude, you're long and tall, as we said. You're only gonna grow. You're you're only 22, bro. Your frame's gonna fill out until you're like until, dude. You're gonna be fighting for a very long time, man. You could be fighting until you're 35. That's another that's another maths 13 years away. Uh, so, so what divisions are you gonna go up to? How heavy do you think you're gonna get? That's crazy. I'm my family black man. You're gonna be a heavyweight like pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, if I if it end up there, okay. Like, uh, do I want to be there? Hell no, <laughs> hell no. They, they they too big. They, like they hit, they they punching punching. So like, if I think I think I'm gonna end up uh, probably cruising, probably cruiser weight. And uh, what would that be in kilo? Can you tell me the pounds so I can figure it out? Yeah, I'm cruising like one seventy up, one seventy five and up. Like, or lower than lower than two hundred, I think. But like one ninety, I think something like that around that area. Okay, that would be around your like eighty something kilo range. With the with the BKFC, what did you think about Bryce Hall jumping into it? Did you did you think that he was gonna do it? And then when he did it, were you impressed? See, like G is my dog. Like G is my guy. The person he fought, the cut man, that's my guy. So I'm thinking like, oh, it's gonna be easy. But then I didn't realize how big Bryce was, so I'm like, "Oh shit!" All right, because weight does play a different, like a big difference. So I'm like, "All right, man, G got this. Man, G got this." I watched like, "Oh man!" So I went in. What happened happened. I called my um, 
my guy, Carl Nelson. I said, yo, doesn't Bryce versus Bryce sound real good? He said, nah, man, everybody's, everybody like the top guys in bare knuckle. They said no already because I have too much experience. I'm like, fuck. All right, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, no, you couldn't fight that guy. On a real note, dude, that fight was that fight was really, really close with uh, with Bryce Hall. Um, if you were to get in there with him, it would be it would it wouldn't be nice. That would be that'd be terrible. That'd be easy. That'd be easy as hell. A lot of people be bad at me, so like that'd be real easy. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> with with instead of you fighting Bryce Hall, your competition, which is a little bit more important, is someone like a Louis Polomino. So why Howard was telling me that you have the style to beat uh, Louis. And then he said to me, he said, you got to talk to uh, Baba Yaga and ask him uh, yourself. So why do you have the style to beat Louis Polomino? Oh, Louis, um, like I said, like <clears throat> one age, he's like, he's very old. One, yeah, you know, he's very, I'm very young. So like, I still got, I still got it. Like my reaction, my timing, my speed, my length, cause yeah, he's a very short guy too. Like when I when I seen him in person, I'm like I thought, I thought he was bigger, like bigger, like height wise. So I'm like, oh shit, he's like he's real little. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be easy. All right, this is gonna be easy for me. But like like I said, like my my length, my experience as well is a big thing, and I feel like my speed. I, if any none of these guys could get, could get past my jab, so like and he's real little. So if you if you can't if you can't get past my jab. You lost already. Uh, my next my next question for you is who introduced you to Ben Uncle? Hmm. Um actually my um my coach, Ryan Perez. My coach, my head coach. So <clears throat> this is a long time ago. Like long, long time ago. This is when you know my teammate Jared Kigati Grant. So this is even before him, like cause Howard was, was supposed to be the first bare knuckle out of all of us, like the first, first, first. So that's when he he said something about it, but I didn't really give a fuck about it because I was young. I was still an amateur. Like, also, like, we all still amateurs. So that's when we, we just went past it. And that's when Jared did his thing. And I'm like, damn, I'll do it, but just fucking around to say, like, yeah, I'll do it. And that's when Jared got, got a few wins and he became the fucking champion. I'm like, oh shit, like, what the fuck? Like, all right. Like, now we sparked my interest. Like, I'll do it if they be like, oh, get in there for, like, a certain amount of money. All right. And that's when, what happened? Howard did it. I'm like, all right. If I, know, I knew these things for a long time. Like, I grew up with them. They were doing it. It, it looks fucking, like, easy. So, all right. If my dad, like, cause my dad wasn't with that at first. My coach was like, bro, just do it. Like, kid, you have a great style for it. You don't get hit. So, I'm like, all right. Then I brought to my dad. My dad, like, instantly, no, no. Because he's in, he's in that dad mindset, like, I don't want you to, I get it. Like, I get it. I wouldn't want my kid doing that shit either. So that's when, after a time, I guess my dad realized, like, yo, this kid is actually grown. He's not a baby anymore. So, like, if you want to do it, let him do it. Boom, that first one, he seen, all right, all right. You got a future in this. Second one, easy. Third one, that showed everybody, like, yo, like, this kid is really, like, made for this. Like, I said, fuck it, why not? Let's get a belt with it. And then let's move to the next weight class and do it. The same thing. Like I, like I, I just did it for the money at first. And then like I, grew, I just grew to love it. I'm like, all right, all right, let's do it. Like fuck it, why not? And they pay fucking great. Let's do it. So with the BKFC, you said that you were doing it for the money. You said that it paid well. Um, 
do they pay more than regular boxing events that you've uh, competed in? Very, yeah, they pay way better. Cause like even in boxing, boxing you gotta be like who your like who your team is with, like who you're signed with. All that pays like it comes down to that. So like when you start with boxing, like a regular just like regular person, you're not getting paid like fucking like everybody thinks you are. You're getting paid, but you're not like oh shit money. No, bare knuckle. That it, it it starts like that too, like who you are, like who you like come by. If you come come to them with no like experience, like you're a pro, but like you have no fights and nothing, they're gonna pay. You're gonna get paid shit, basically. But if you come there with a little recognition, like you're somebody, like a little background, okay, the pay is better. But then and your team, who they know, like who you know will get you like places. So that's when they know who my coach was. They know who I was because he talked very highly of me. And then boom, I just got paid great. And then like, it just kept going higher, higher, higher. So I'm like, all right, I'll stay. Are you going to bring back the long hair? Most definitely. Like, what you mean? Like, dress like that? Or like, or dress? Yeah. Of yeah, course, like that. Of course, I got to bring it back. I got to, I have to bring it back. Like, that hair, that hair fit, like, I feel like I was a demon right there. Like, in them days, I was a fucking demon. Like, like, I stepped on everything. So, like, I feel like it's breaking back, and it look it look better. This short shit, I'm not really fucking with. Sometimes it look good, but like uh, sometimes, like I go back. Why were you a demon back then? Um, you know, you're younger, like you don't really care for anything. Like you care about anything. You get like you know, you, you realize with age, you gain a lot of shit. Like you start caring more as you get older. Oh, it depends who just who you are. Me, as I got older. I realized, like, damn, like, I gotta, like, appreciate the small things, like, this time, time alone is, like, very important, and, like, you just can't go out there and say things that, like, just reckless, just say and do reckless shit anymore, so, that just come with age, like, I matured a lot as a kid, like, now, I matured a lot as a kid, I didn't care about anything, so, uh now I appreciate a lot more. Because I specialize in basically MMA knowledge, you get a bonus, you get 50k if you get a finish, either submission or KO, fight of the night, whatever the fuck. Do you get bonuses in the BKFC? Of course. Like the fight of the night, the knockout of the night. Yeah, like you, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, have you gotten any bonuses? No. <laughs> I'm not going to Why haven't you got bonuses if you got the knockouts? I mean, I got a knockout, but they're really, really, like, one-hitter quitters. Like, my knockouts come by, like, either the fighters saying no or the coaches saying no. Or, the yeah, the doctors or the person or the coach. Like, it was never a one-hitter. Oh, like, it was never one of those. Cause I'm not going to go out there and hurt myself. These are very valuable. So, like, this is what makes me money. So, I'm not going to go out there and, like, hurt it. So... When I was talking to HD, he basically said that there were a lot of people in the gym that would spar you and your brother and then say, you know, I, I, I can't be fucked sparring these guys. I don't I want to spar someone else or something. And they would just quit. So do you know anything about this? And what are the sparring rounds uh, with HD like? Um, now, Howard's, Howard's, Howard's right. Like, like I said, I've been boxing for a very long time and I've seen people come and go. And I, I ain't gonna lie, I was the reason for a lot of them, but I don't know. I think I'm just different. Like, I'll spar you, and then you'll rethink 
about your fighting life all over again. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I made a lot of people leave. Yes, I have. Why? Because I don't know. Like, that, that's just me. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't try to, like, push them out the gym. Or, like, it's, you You literally got to have, you got to have heart. Like, you got to have it. And I just take it. But not, but not even try. So, do you think it's know. a genetic thing that you're so good at fighting? Like, what the fuck, man? I don't know, like, either my ancestors were, like, warriors or some shit, like, in something, they did, but like I said, they had to do something in wars, fucking little tribes, they, I come from, like, my whole bloodline is, like, kind of fuck, like, straight craziness, like, I'm mixed with Italian, Cherokee, Indian, Chinese, Bahamian, all those are fighting races, so, like, imagine that, you just put all that in one pot and then stir it up and spit that shit out, what you're gonna get, some crazy-ass fighting love kids, like, and then the the rounds with Howard, like I said, I've been with Howard for a very long, very long time. Howard helps me and I help Howard. So it is real. You got to be there to see it. Like, it's very like intense. Everybody who's seen it, moves around, like, oh my God, like you would think you hate each other. But nah, it is love. Like, So when I was talking to Howard, he basically said that other people quit during your sparring rounds and said, I don't want to fight this guy because I can't get anything off on him. So then they quit and they just don't um, continue. And Howard said, because he's got such a heart, he said when he would get beat up by you and your brother, he would continuously come back and just take the beatings to get better. And yeah, yeah, what what can you tell me about that? Yeah, out of everybody I spar, Howard is one person who just kept like, I'll spar them, I'll spar them, I keep sparring them. Like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't care, but it gets me better. And that I love about Howard, because a lot of people will sit there and be like, I'll never spar you ever again. So I'm like, damn, like, Howard really, like, Howard's really a warrior. Like, I don't, I don't see that a lot. Me, I like to fight. So I like when somebody, when I'm hitting them, and they be like, fuck that, and they hit me back. I'm like, I, I love that shit. And Howard does that all of the time so i'm like bro like i love this i love this man like he he's no hope like he doesn't back up he doesn't he doesn't duck any smoke especially with me like i beat up a lot of people he he's sit there and we'll be in the middle of the ring just banging it out bing 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 like yes like finally somebody who's not scared of me but like yeah man that's all love bro howard howard definitely one of the ones like he ain't no bitch at all at all Dude, Bryce, don't you think that you might need to get some sparring rounds from some better fighters? Like, I'm not 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 talking shit about anyone. I'm saying particularly for your skill level, if you're finding that you're beating up all these different people and constantly finding success at your skill level, don't you think that you need to find somebody that you're inferior to to improve your game? No, no doubt. But I feel like I'm just crazy. I feel like I think... Like every like, I, like I, I spar a lot of people. I spar world champions in boxing. I spar Olympic gold medalists. They whoop my ass. I don't care. It's been some times I got my ass whooped. <laughs> but like when I try to get back in contact with them, I try to like try to set up set up sparring. Everybody says no. I'm not gonna say any names. Why is that? Um, I think my coach and my dad told me this. They said that you break a lot of people will, even if they got the. Even they got the the ups in sparring, they'll be like, "No, I don't know, I don't know why." Like, like talking to you, like for real, for real, I I don't know why. Like people, everybody, like the ones people, the people you think like that like you think are good in fighting, they re- they really don't be good. 
So when, when I expose that, they'd be like, oh, not again. Like, people don't like being embarrassed or some shit. I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know. I can't tell you why. Bryce, what it's called, it's called that you they win the battle, but you win the war. So there's little battles, little mental battles, but the total war that's taking place over a long period of time, you've won. And how it works is I've been sparring sessions. And by the way, I'm not a fighter. Just you're, you're the fighter here. You're the expert. I've been sparring sessions where the first round, I, let's say, do well and I dominate the guy that I'm going up against. But that second round comes a, around and I can't be fucked because I mentally, mentally, I put everything into the first round, right? So mm-hmm. the second round, I know if we do it, I'm just going to get the shit kicked out of me. Do you think that's uh, what's happening with them? Yeah, I think so. I think I think I break. I think I win that that mental war because like you you could you could hit me with your best shots and you could probably hit me clean and I'm I get hit and I look at you like nothing that that didn't phase me at all. So yeah, you're right. Probably yeah, you're right. Yeah. What's the hardest you've ever been hit? Oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. I I, I was rocked. I got rocked a couple times. Like probably like, days. I probably like out of my whole fight career, I probably been days like. Three times, I'm not gonna lie to you, cause like my defense is good, but it's good for a reason. Like, I've been hit before, like don't, I ain't gonna fool anybody. Like fighters, they're gonna get hit, but I've been hit with some shit before. And then I told myself I cannot get hit with that ever again. So that's why my defense so like smooth and slick, cause I've been in a lot of a lot of wars, a lot of like, experience, a motherfucker. So, what's your prediction for HG? I'm gonna say that in the second round. Uh, HG is going to hit him with an overhand and he's going to win the belt. So I want your prediction for the fight. And also I want to know how you're going to react when he's holding the belt next to you. I say first round or second round, the doctor's going to stop it just by Howard's jab. Just by his jab. <laughs> just look, just cause look, a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people do not jab in bare knuckle. And you see, me and J- me and Howard drop people with jabs, even cut them and stop them with jab. But I feel like either that first round or second round, yeah, he might stop him with that. Or it might be a right hand straight down the pipe. And once I see him with that belt, I'm like, damn, like, I'm going to be happy. It's like, you made it. Like, a lot of people don't make it where we're from. Like, like I'm like, damn, this nigga, I might shed a tear. I'm going to hug that. I'm gonna sh- I might cry for that, man. Like, a lot of people don't know the pain that we, like, we do. Like, we've been through, like, Especially him. He's older, so he's been through like, a lot more shit than me. I'm still young. So, like, I'm like, kid, you made it. Like, you, you put, you did it for yourself, your family, even Broward, Florida itself. You did it. Like, a lot of people don't do that. Like, yeah, man, like, go home, like, celebrate. You Like, you did it. But be back in that gym because it just started. Like, you, you're a champion. Like, not, now there's a, there's a big target on your back. Now you got to work even harder. So, I'm, I'm telling this, like, once you get that belt, now you got to go two times harder. What did Yugis say to you when you met him? When I met Howard? No, when you met Ugas. Oh, when I met Ugas. Um, I didn't really say nothing. Like, <clears throat> it was, like, very short. Like, can we get a picture? Like, I seen him because we were walking. We were doing something. It was me and my brother. And then we looked. I said, oh, shit, is that? I said, I said, Bobby, Bobby, look, like. I, I look, he love fanned out. I ain't gonna cap. I said, fam, is that? Cause look, that's, that's Ugas. And we walked up some. I said, yo, can we get a picture? And that was it. 
It really don't talk. Because, like, he, he seemed like, like he was chilling, so I ain't want to, like, mess up that. So, I'm like, go ahead. Let's get a picture. Let's get one. We're on our way. Is the dream to get a boxing belt as well as a bare knuckle belt? Oh, yeah, no. That was my first goal, to have um, the belt, like, at the same time, a boxing belt and a bare knuckle belt at the same at the same time. I'm trying to be the first ever in history to carry both at the same time. Let's say let's say you're the bare knuckle champ, right? And you're telling me about these boxers that won't fight you. How do you fight contenders now? Do you think you'll have a big enough name with the bare knuckle belt that you can uh, get people to finally fight you? Mm, mm, I'm gonna say probably because then that probably give them more. Like I said, nowadays a lot of, a lot of things are based on like media. Like internet, so like that probably give him a little push. Like, oh, what if I could beat this bare knuckle champion? That probably give me a little more clout. It should, but I don't know. To be honest, I really don't know. Like, I, I ain't go. I don't hope for nothing, but I think that should push the these guys a little more. Like, okay, I could beat that bare knuckle kid. He doesn't know anything about boxing, so hopefully that give him a little push. I hope he do. Sure. Who's a top ten boxer right now? in your division that you think you can get rid of? Mm, that's a good question. You should start calling people out, brother. That's a good, that's a good one. Damn, who? Cause like I said, I really don't watch boxing. I gotta go look up the fucking top 10. But I feel like any of them. Any of them. What do you mean? Them. What do you mean? The top five, they're some violent motherfuckers. Everybody's bad the first fucking five fucking five rounds, but after that, we really we're really we're gonna really see who's really tough. I, I said that everybody. Everybody's tough as fuck. Like they they wanna be tough as fuck the first round. But nobody's really tough. Once you get past the first six rounds, then people start balling up like some little bitches. I mean, Justin, we're gonna see. The one fifty or in boxing one fifty four. I want Charlo. I, I I want Charlo. I probably got a little more experience, but like, I want Charlo. Yeah, Charlo. The, the younger one, not that fucking, not Jamal, Jamel, <laughs> Jamel, one fifty four, not the one sixty. Why do you uh, think? Why do you think you can beat the brother? He lacks. He lacks head movement, and he relies only on one thing. That's power. Just power. He has a good job, but then he, he doesn't. He'll fall off of it, like on a few rounds. He'll use it the first couple rounds, but after that, he doesn't use it anymore, and just look for one thing, and that's that one shot. Just that one killer blow just to get you out of there. If anything, if nothing else works, you just go to just to that. Dude, what I'm looking at is Devin Haney is really building a resume for himself to go down in history as one of the best boxers in that weight class specifically. Who do you think can beat him right now that's on the come up? <sighs> Shakur Stevenson. Shakur yeah, what's up? What's up with that guy? I keep hearing from every single boxing insider that Shakir is uh, like in the. That's one guy that I forgot to mention in our pound for pound list. They were saying that he's top three, one of the guys in the top three of the pound for pound. They're saying that he's amazing, but from what I've looked at, he hasn't been uh, the people that I would have thought he would have needed to beat to get into that position. Um, I think a lot of people duck him. A lot of people, a lot of people duck him, and it's, it's for a reason. Like I don't, nobody's gonna beat that kid. Like no, nobody's gonna beat that kid. Why? 
you watch him, like he one, his his defense is amazing. Two, his his punch selection. If he wants to hit you, he's gonna hit you and wherever he wants to. He's not a sitting duck. Everybody in boxing like to sit there and get hit and try to please the crowd. He's not with that. He's there for him, not for nobody else. He's there for him. Get in there and give you give you a show, but not getting hit. You know how them, you know how the people in the fight game is. They want to see a, a good fight, blood on both ends. He's not with that taking punishment. So he's going there, in there, doing him and getting his money and get out of there and calling out the best because he know he could beat the best. With uh, with Shakur, is his surname Stevenson? Say it again. Is his surname Stevenson? What's his surname? Shakur Stevenson. Yeah. Okay. So I saw some uh, thing on Instagram and people were saying that the fight to make with him would be Tank Davis. Do you see that fight even getting made? Mm. Or do you think the weight classes are too far away? No, they're, no they're, I think they're both, what, 135? 130, 135? I think they're both in the same, around the same weight, I think, yeah. But Why wouldn't that fight be made then? I don't think, because, like, with fighting, it makes sense when it makes money. You know, like, nowadays, black on black doesn't really make a lot of money. I mean, it did for, um, what's his name? The two, who, who does fight? Um, Crawford and Errol. Yeah. Okay, that made sense because that, they, they've been with that for a long time. So that made money. But that, I don't think that make a lot of money. I don't think so. And then if they don't make a lot of money, it doesn't make sense. So it, black gets Hispanic or Hispanic gets Hispanic. That'll make money, or Hispanic versus UK, the, the English, like that makes money. But black on black, that really makes no sense right now. But yeah, people want they want to see it, but it doesn't make money. So like, the, on the business side, it doesn't make sense. So they probably they probably won't they probably won't get there, or get that fight. If you had to rank those three when it comes to just skill level, Shakur. Um, Tank and Haney, wh- where would you put them in the um, in, in those three? Because what I did hear is when uh, they sparred, they sparred um, Devin Haney and Tank. When they were sparring, I heard that um, Haney was doing well against them, and Tank knocked him down, and then they stopped the sparring after the knockdown because he was taking too much damage. So when I heard that, that really confused me because that seems like more of a political thing to say that they're not going to fight each other. Shit like this doesn't fucking happen in MMA. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I had to rank them, go. To, I did. I did hear and I did like. I did hear about the um, the knockdown and the um, Haney having the better, the ups and the sparring. But if I had to rank them, I'll make it Shakir first, technical wise. Yeah, Shakir. Uh, Tank, then Haney. Haney last. You would put Haney last. For my yeah, for my personal opinion, like yeah, I'll put Haney last. Dude, who has I know I know who Haney's beat. He's beaten Lomachenko, which was a very close fight. He beat um, no, he didn't. He beat George Cambosis twice. Um, yeah, no, Haney's got some really good wins, man. So, so who Shakir, who Shakir beat to put it for you to put him as number one on your list? Who has he beat? Uh, I forgot that damn Mexican name. I forgot his name. But damn, what's his name? Damn, what's his name? 
I don't know. He beat a couple fighters. I, I really don't remember the name, but like, I would like look like watch the fight again, or, like look up the names. He beat some really good people. Like took the belt and all. But I, I, I like, like his 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 brain. Like I like the way he thinks, the, the way he uses feet, like the way he talks. Like he talks. Like he could talk the talk and walk the walk. I feel like I think Devin. It's gonna it's gonna come real soon. Like. All that you get, you just can't talk all the time. There's certain shit you can't say. Like, I don't know. Like, he just talks. Like, he's like that, but he's really not like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he thinks he wants to be like up there with them guys. Like, he's tough as hell. Like, he wants to be tough, but I don't think he's really tough. Shakur, you could you could tell like by the energy of like what how like what they do. Like, they really own that. But like I said, it was like he probably could prove me wrong. We'll see. We'll just see. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Bradley Martin is? Yeah. He was talking to Devin Haney about, uh, like, a fight that they would have together, right? Let's say it's just boxing rules. Do you think that Devin Haney would just piece him up? He'd probably knock his ass out. He'd probably stop Bradley. Okay, what if it was an MMA fight? Um, One, that wouldn't go down because the weight, the weight, and then two... Devin is only fucked if he gets grabbed. And you never know, because, like, I know some big dudes out here who just, they could grab you, but they have no, like, grappling experience at all. So probably, it probably, he was probably like a, like a dumbass doing that dumb shit. So, mm-hmm, you, you never know. We just got to see it. But that wouldn't go down, because just, just, just off the weight. That, that what's, your, what's your grappling experience? Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Absolute shit. Um, I mean, when I was younger, like, they taught us a little bit, but that's, I only use it for like a certain amount. Like, say in bare knuckle, I, I was taught enough to, if somebody grabs me, or I can grab them. But all the other shit I'm not with. I'm going to grab your ass until the ref says stop. That's all I'm doing. And if I get a free hand, that's your ass. Uppercuts. I'm hitting the ear, and if I get lucky, if I get you drawn inside, your grits, you're fucked. So that's all I know. So, in the show notes, I've written down some somebody that you've worked with or something like that. His name's Recro. Oh, oh, that's my cousin, Recro. That's your cousin. Okay, there you go, there you go. See, see, the last show, the last time I had something in the show notes, we had no idea who the fuck that was. Okay, so what's your skill? What's your cousin's skill level like, and how long have you? Uh, does he work at the gym with you in HD? Um, yes. Well, currently right now because like he's uh, working a lot, but like um, now Rico, his name is his actual name is Aaron Bailey. <laughs> Aaron Bailey. <laughs> so, um, like I said, his name, his name. Came came from anime, too. <laughs> yeah, his name came from anime, but not, um, Aaron is like he's he's been um he's still an amateur, so but he's a he's a really good amateur. Like I think he's like five or four and zero, like four knockout something like that in amateurs. But yeah, he's long. I think him and my brother are the same height. They're like six three, long, lengthy. Like um, he just. He's he's still green, like he still has a lot to learn. But once he get it down packed, he'll be a, he'll be a, a real. He's he's a problem now, in amateurs. But I feel like once he gets that pro style and a, a lot more experience, he'll be very dangerous. So. What what did Brona say to you? Oh shit, I forgot about that man. I said to, I said yo, Brona, you know he real cool. Like 
I was with I was with him and Bang, my cousin, my other cousin. You know, you know Antonio Williams, down here in yeah. Florida. He like he's he's my cousin too. So I seen them. I was like, oh shit. So that him up. Like I said, I never met Broner before. That's my first time. But he treated me like family. So we just talking. I said, bro, what's like, what's going on? Cause we supposed to spar one time. I said, bro, let's spar. He said, man, hell no. Nah. He said, you too big. I said, bro, I'm only like one. My fighting weight class is 154. But he said, nigga, you about like a good 180 right now. I said, oh, you right. So like, we just chatting, having fun, having a good time. But like, he, he's a real cool dude. Fantasy matchup: You versus Jake Paul. What's happening? Call them out. It's easy work. Easy money. Jake Paul, easy money. Like he, like he, he been like he fought some people like who I guess who are competitive to his skill level, but he hasn't been around a long time. I've been doing this since I was a fucking kid, baby. I was like ten years old. All these guys are nothing to me. That'll be easy work. I'll make that fight long just to show them like it's it's levels to this shit. I made that. I make it go what ten, eight, ten. 12, how many he wants to do, I'll do it. Just to show him you are a shit in, the, in this world. So, or in this fighting world. Easy money. Bryce, so we had Tommy Fury have um, like a close fight against Jake Paul, and then he got the decision, right? And then he had another close fight with KSI. Dude, if he's having close fights with YouTubers, don't you think that guy's kind of shit? Oh, he's for sure shit. <laughs> like, like very hum- like humbly, he shit. Like, I ain't cap. Like, like I said, it's levels to this fighting, this fighting world. Like, if you're having trouble with them, I wouldn't say like just quit, but like, don't talk high highly about yourself. Like, you're really like that. Like, know your worth. You're not that good. So, like, calm down. Calm down. What would that fight go like with you? I probably knock his big ass out. Like, <laughs> I probably knock his big ass out. Or stop him to the body. He's kind of big, so like, mm, what he fight? What they fight? Like what? Like like two hundred? They're like they're like one eighty fivers, I think. Oh, I sparred two hundred before. Oh, that's, that's easy work. Easy work. I'll, yeah, I I'll spark. I outclass him easy. What do you think about your debut against uh, Brandon Shavers? Did you think that that fight was gonna go how it went? It was it was decently competitive for a little bit. And uh, it, you were brawling with him. Did you have fun during your debut, or did you were you disappointed that um, you weren't more dominant? I feel like, well, I think it went how it was supposed to go. Like I heard his name, cause like everybody was scared to fight him, like for some reason. Like, every, like I guess he was big, a big guy. So like, mind you, I was at one sixty five. That wasn't my weight class. I, I was supposed to fight. So I said, like I'm very like. Nonchalant, so I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll fight him. I'm young, being big headed and shit. I'll fight him. But yeah, the fight went how I went. I got the what, the f- fourth round stoppage, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to use any excuse, but like, I was like, I was that, that at training camp, I kept getting sick and sick. And, like, and even the fight day, I couldn't rehydrate how I wanted to. I came back, the fight was at 165. I came in at 168 the, the next day. Usually I gain like 15, 20 pounds. So I'm like, oh shit, yeah. But I felt sick. I went in there. I did what I had to do. I'm like, there's no turning back now. So like, I did. I went in there, did what I had to do. Low key disappointed, yeah, because I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't get off what I, how I should have got off. But everybody, everybody still loved it. I still don't know why. But I did what I had to do. Got him out of there. I knew he's. I knew he's gonna come in there and throw hell. I knew it. Like, I, like. Like, hey, everybody's saying, oh, he's a kid. Like, everybody's saying, oh, Bryce is a kid. He's a kid. He doesn't know a thing. Make it rugged. 
I knew that. So, like I did, I played it safe, jab, went to that body, and then I knew he was going to die now. And you see what happened. When's your next fight? Mm, this would be supposedly supposed to be next next year, February. Next year, February. Do you think that you need more time on a layoff from bare knuckle than you do from boxing? It it all depends on how you heal. If you take care of your body, you you should be fine. Cause you know bare knuckle that's terrible on, on the knuckles. Boxing you have cushion, then you have the um, the cast on under the gloves. But yeah, I feel like yeah you need you need a longer layoff than boxing in bare knuckle. It depends. It, it depends on if you get your ass with or not. People be getting like fucking stitched up and shit, losing teeth. They lip be all fucking split. It it really depends on you. If you go in there and stay sexy, you should be fine. And don't hit really that hard and pick your shots. You're fucking fine. Like the final thing I want to talk to you about is an observation I had about all your finishes. So every single time you hit somebody and they either get take a knee or get dropped, they kind of look around and kind of like go to a standstill, standstill, still, and they just kind of reflect on their life. They're like kind of fucking confused or I don't even know what their reaction is. It was very weird and unorthodox, all their reactions. After you hit them, they take a knee, they look around like, am I hurt? Am I not hurt? And they said, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done here, right? So I don't understand why does this keep on happening? Why does this trend keep on happening that you finish these people in a weird way? It's crazy because, like, even my spawn partner say this. Even um, this person named Tom Schultz told me this. He said, everybody said this, not just him. Everybody said this. He said, when you hit me, my whole body froze. I said, what? And then, like, me, like, you know how you keep hearing something over and over? I'm like, this nigga, he's like, he's, 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 he's bullshit. So I'm like, what you mean? He's like, yeah, man, you hit me. And, like, my whole body just froze. And I knew right there, I knew, like, I had to, I couldn't continue with you. So me just hearing that over and over and over, because everybody say, like, even Howard, Howard says, he said, you have power, but you have, like, your power is very, very you freeze people, like, it's very like you hit them in the right place, like a certain area, and they they body just just like I don't know, just freeze for like I don't know, like it's weird. Like he said, I just, he said I put people in a state where you can't do anything with this with with you. So I'm like, damn. Like, do you think that you're hitting them in the right spot, or do you think that you're Nick Diazing them at a high damage rate, having high output whilst your damage being at like let's say seventy percent or whatever? And when they get hit with the first, you know, twenty punches, they go to themselves. You know, th- he's hitting way too hard for not trying to hit me as hard, and they just kind of freeze up, saying, "I'll just accept the TKO. I don't, I don't want this." I feel like I think is, I think is the angle I'm hitting them. And then, like, where I'm hitting it. But I'm hitting you in the same spot over and over. I, I can keep doing this to, like, to yourself. If you keep doing this to yourself, little, over time, it's going to start hurting. So that's what I'm doing. And I feel like I'm, I'm not beating you up first. Like, at first, I'm not beating you up. It's not physical pain. I feel like it's, ment- it's mental first. Like, I'm I'm beating, I'm winning that mental war, and then I'm going to whoop your ass. So I, feel, I think it's that. Like, I really think it's that. And I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm smiling the whole time, like, Yo, this kid is fucking crazy. Like, mind you, like we're in a fight. We're in a fight, but I'm laughing. I'm talking to you while like 
I'm talking shit too, like, but I'm I'm saying like little things like the fuck with you, like, oh you dropped your fucking wallet or something. Like during the fight, I'm talking to you, I'm talking shit, like, yo, watch out for that left hook, that throw right hand, like it's little shit I'm doing. <laughs> like, I don't know, like I like having fun. So like I try to have them have fun too. So like, well, but watch out because some shit is coming. Like, mm-hmm. what else do you say to them? I don't know. Like, it's it's really it's dumb. It's it's whatever I'm feeling. I'm like, say I, I'm I'm fighting you right, and I look over there. I'm like, damn, she got a fat ass look. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, that, I'm like, damn, that nigga ugly. Like, I'm saying small shit for you to like to throw you off, and then that quick that that however many seconds it take your brain to process that i'm right there in your shit like it's a small thing uh, don't tell nobody <laughs> <laughs> that's all we have time for ladies and gentlemen thank you bryce for coming on the show is there any final remarks you want to say to the fans at home as we wrap up the podcast um just keep supporting man um and shout out to all my sponsors all my family friends you know shout out to you too for having me tonight and yeah, man. Shout out to, last but not least, shout out to the men above, man. Follow Bryce on Instagram and follow Anything Combat on Spotify. See you guys next time.